Brooks & Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC, offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info at brooksanddavis.com or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. I'm your host, Rick Davis. If you don't follow me on social media, I urge you to do so at Prime Real Estate Rick. Feel free to go to Facebook, Instagram, search Prime Real Estate Rick. Hit me with a follow. I'll be very, very appreciative and you'll be able to stay up to date with the latest and greatest as far as the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. It's a pleasure to be here with you this week. I thank everybody for tuning in. I'm really excited about today's episode because today's episode is entitled A Woman's Worth. And the entrepreneur that's our guest today has a truly inspiring story that I'm sure everyone will be able to take some gems from. But as always, my co-host, live in the captain's chair, is not only a Texas real estate broker, he's a multi-time author, serial entrepreneur, and known the world over as a Texas real estate king. Now, sitting in with us, I would like to welcome to the Prime Real Estate Network, my co-host, Mr. Larry W. Brooks. What up, what up, Rick? What's hey, going on, what's going on, beautiful people? It is good to be in front of you again. I feel like it's been a long time, but maybe it's because that's the weight of the new year coming, right? You know, getting excited holidays, about this 2020, man. hitting all of these holiday parties, which is, man, it's like a job within itself. You're hitting them for lunch, happy hour evening hours you hitting them on mondays tuesday wednesday thursday it's just been crazy but you know it's a good season you know the great thing about the holiday season not only all the christmas parties but all the networking events yeah yeah and it just seems like we're in that time of year where everyone has a renewed spirit everybody's looking forward to the next year yeah and i have um really great expectations for 2020 no doubt so that's what it's a blessing to always be here with the prime real estate network fam and you as always mr brooks yeah man it's and it's you know i guess today it's it's so it's so crazy because i've been knowing her for years but the beautiful thing about it is in this city when it's big events taking place she's one of the who's who's that's always (laughs) in the building absolutely i'm just saying and you know um i would be remiss and i want to make sure i thank everyone I've been traveling a lot in the past week, um, meeting with different companies and organizations as far as economic development in some other cities. So I want to give a big hearty shout out and thank you to the city of Lake Charles, Lake Charles, the mayor's office and the Calcasieu Parish Public School District. We're going to be doing some great work out there in Louisiana and I can not wait to get back out there and get on the ground and start working with everyone out there. So I want to give them a big hearty shout out. Man, Mr. Brooks, um, you traveling for the holidays, brother? Nope. You gonna stay close? I'm staying close. <laughs> I don't want to go nowhere. Oh no, your freaking flying miles, man! You done put a lot on them this year, man. I, so you know what? I got a lot of conference events that set up in the new year. So the rest of this year, I'm sitting tight and just kind of get my in- push out the energy that I have to to attend the networking events that I need to. And other than that, look forward to 2020 and a new decade and all the changes that come along with it. Hey, man, I want to give you. Um, some public kudos because not only have you been on the move a lot conducting business but now you're a sports dad 
<laughs> and anybody <laughs> yeah. who follow you on social media knows that you've gone from football season yeah. to basketball season. We in bebop season, yes, right, sir. man. So, uh, how has that been? It's been good, man. You know, you know, watching this young man cultivate from one sport to the next and find a passion for it and still being able to balance grades, you know, because, you know, again, it's not like he's a professional athlete that all he focuses on is athletics, but he has a, a, a father that I believe grades come before uh, sports. And it's crazy because in our culture, usually it's sports, 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 then grades. But in my case, it's like get the grades. We figure out the sports later, but he's doing a great job at managing both. So he's 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 um competing at a high level and he's um and uh and and his grades are showing it as well so i'm excited know, for I, the young man and this is just me speaking but from just observing from afar man it's great to see your son blossoming yeah you'd be surprised with um teenagers that sense of competition yeah but balance with team no doubt you yeah. can open up all types of traits yep. that they didn't even know that they had so i just wanted to say that publicly man because you know i'm always Post more videos, matter of fact. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not recruiting him yet. Y'all take your time. I take your time, man. Yeah, this management right here. Between <laughs> me and Pure Hustle, we the management. Oh, that's what <laughs> you are crazy, man. Uh, but I definitely tell, tell LB3, man, we keep an eye on him, man. We proud no of him. Thank no you, doubt. bro. Thank you for asking, man. Absolutely. But I would like to introduce our guest this week. Um, not only is she the vice president over at Cobra Ball Tax Services, but she's also the founder of a nonprofit corporation called Motivating Other Mothers. She's doing great work in the community, great work business-wise, and she is an inspiration to all entrepreneurs in and around the city of Houston. So without any further ado, I'd like to introduce to the Prime Real Estate Network audience, our guest this week, Ms. Saba Haley. Hi guys, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> How you doing? I am great. I appreciate you so much for carving some time out your busy schedule to sit in with no, us. I'm more than delighted to be here. I really appreciate this. Now I want to just get right down to it because um, you have so much going on that it's almost hard to believe that you can balance it all. But I want to start now and we we'll talk about first is your responsibilities as the vice president over at Cobra Ball Tax Services, what type of things are under your umbrella? Everything. <laughs> Literally. No doubt. So I'm pretty much responsible for um, just overseeing the day-to-day -day operations of the company. And, you know, everybody knows Cobra Ball, I hope. Um, been around for almost 20 years. Um, I've been with them about eight and a half years now. Oh, wow. And um, so I, from selling franchises for making sure that the current franchisees are in compliance. So I just try to make sure that every franchisee that we have are, you know, doing well. You know, it's something that um, I try not to assume, but since we have you here, I want to make sure I ask you this for the audience. How often do you meet people who don't have any idea about how to get involved with a franchise in regards to Cobra Ball Tax Services? very often it's actually really easy so the way that the model is uh, made is the fact that we try to go after people that are first-time business owners so a lot of them they come in with no experience like never had a business never don't know anything about taxes so we try to walk them through it you know step by step instead of just throwing them out there so we actually have a blueprint to help them be successful. Oh, that's outstanding because, you know, we're on the cusp of tax season. Yes. And it's funny because um, every year around this time, you'll probably have aspiring entrepreneurs that's like, man, next year I'm going to get involved in that. Yes. 
Next year, I'm going to have a tax service. Every year. <laughs> Do you, what can you say to motivate people to get off the sideline and get involved? You just have to take a risk. Like, just go for it. I mean, there's no guarantee. I mean, I know people that have been to school for year after year after year have incurred, like, so much debt, and you still have nothing to wow. even show for. So why not? If it's something that you actually want to attempt to do it, just do it. Right. And what you waiting for? <laughs> absolutely. Because... The thing about that that's so powerful, and I'm sure you running this every day in your current capacity, is that how empowering being a business owner can be for an individual. Could you speak towards some of the success stories that you've had the opportunity in your eight years with the company to actually um, see and experience? Actually, we had one franchisee, Henry, um, and his cousin. They came in with no money, literally. I mean, this guy came to my office every single day begging me to get them on. I was like, you don't have enough money. Like, I don't know what you gotta do. Go borrow money, whatever the case. And um, somehow he found a way to borrow. Um, they, I took a chance, I almost probably got fired because of it, but <laughs> <laughs> he came up with 1500 and I was like begging my bosses, hey, um, let's just try it. Like, someone cannot be this motivated and this dedicated and determined to get a business with no money and I was like we just got to take a risk first year they made 180,000 oh wow like yeah. literally wow now and I want to make sure I, I reiterate so that we're clear this gentleman came to you with as little as $1,500 and was able to build a business that would make him $180,000 and and Larry, me and Larry have these discussions off the clock Larry, all the time. Larry, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was real money over there. It was yeah, real money yeah. over there. I told you this one of my rich friends, bro. You know, <laughs> I'm not no. playing. So that's the thing. And um, with the um, real estate, I mean, the tax business, is there still room in the market for new franchisees? Because I know that might be something that'll keep people on the sideline. Like, oh, well, it's already a lot of tax services. What, why would people work with me? What do you um, illustrate for those potential clients that may be risk averse from that standpoint? Is McDonald's still opening? Man, Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Ah, and they on every Burger corner King. already. Is Burger King yeah. <laughs> getting stopped? Right. Chick Fil A still opening up? You're gonna always have competition, and to me, you should never look at who's at this location, who's at that location. Like it's really up to you. Like what's in you? What can you do that that person can't do? Right. So I'm never the type to be intimidated because of competition. Like you should be your own competition. You know, because that was a power. That was a power no, move. Because answer that man, you can't <laughs> can't even argue with that one. No, because yeah. I'm sure um, part of her skill set is being able to inspire and motivate those. Yeah. Where do you think you developed and honed those skills? So <laughs> I grew up dirt poor. <laughs> right. That was it. There was no option but to do better than what I saw my parents doing. Um, we came from East Africa, lived in the projects. I didn't even know I was poor until I was in college. Wow. <laughs> no, because wow. no, no, because I want the audience to actually be able to take in what you just said. Um, at what age were you when your family moved over from Africa? Um, I was almost six. Okay, so you were really yeah, young. Yeah, so it was, I have, it's me and, it was me and my little brother at the time. And then, of course, my parents won't stop having kids. So <laughs> <laughs> added two more. <laughs> it's sober, man. 
So they just, my parents were just hard workers and they just never wanted us to feel poor. But then it's like, as I'm growing up, I'm like, man, we were so poor. Like we were in a two bedroom apartment with six people and I never felt poor at the time at the time because they just loved us so much yeah. um, or showed us that they loved us. Um, so that's always been my inspiration. I see my parents being able to raise that many kids, take care of people back, you know, in Africa and still being able to manage. Yeah. So with that being said, like I had no option but to do better than what I saw just because I want to get back to my parents to make sure that they're in a better place. So when your um, family moved over, where did you guys settle? Where did you guys stay at first? Fort Worth, Texas. Funky oh, town. funky town. <laughs> no, it's funny because um, Larry and I both have um, friends, colleagues, um, business associates from the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So I have had experience in and around that area. When you go back to the six-year-old you, Hold on, before you ask that question, let me plug yeah. this. She's one of them type of Dallas Cowboy fans that when they actually win, she want to boast about it. And when they lose. Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she one of them type of fans, man. And when they lose. <laughs> now, the cool thing, and, and I'm I'm a neutral, so I don't root for either or, but I'm sure it's t uh, beneficial for you to have so many like-minded Cowboy fans in and around Houston to yes. hang out with We're from time everywhere. to time. We're everywhere. <laughs> so... Um, Let's go back to when you were six. What were some of your first memories that you can remember about Fort Worth when you guys first came over? So keep in mind, I didn't know how to speak English. True. So English was my second language. So mm -hmm. just being around other people that I'm like, I don't understand anything that you're saying yeah. when you're talking to me because I look like you, but yeah. I don't understand what you're saying. So this is just, this is a funny story. For some reason, I'll never forget it. Um, I was in the first grade, mm -hmm. and um, I needed to use the restroom. This is actually kind of embarrassing. I don't know why I'm telling you No, this. go for it, because I want I to know, like, being here and not speaking English, but you do look like us. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Because yeah. when I visited places like that, and I be I walk up to someone because they look like me, and they be like, not understanding what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah go. that was me. So I was like, man, I got to use the restroom, but I don't know how to tell this lady how do I use how do I use the restroom? Yeah. Like, where do I go? <laughs> and so I just sat there and I literally just peed on myself. And from that point on, I was so determined to learn how to speak English. Right. Wow. Like that just that just turned everything around for yeah. me. And I remember being teased every single day for it. Being everybody called us African booty scratcher back. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Y'all guilty? I'm that pretty was the sure. One, yeah. <laughs> I hit you with a couple of them, no doubt about it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. Forgive though. me, guys. You know, it was youth. I was a youth. Either, yeah. I was younger. I apologize. I was one for of the ones that always that did got that. teased growing up. Right. Because of the language barrier. Wow. At what point did you, and in, as a young person, did you realize that there was a stigma with living in government-provided housing? I know you mentioned that you've lived in the projects. And I know, especially at that age, you don't know until other people make you aware. So was there a stigma? Was that anything that you had to deal with? Or were you just so determined to take advantage of the opportunity of being in this country that you just fell on deaf ears? I did not know. Like, being in the projects, everybody's, like, on the same level. So exactly. you don't look at, you don't have a rich friend or anything like that. <laughs> now, right. you might have somebody no, that got true. a... A right. better looking couch, or they might have more TVs, <laughs> yeah. but 
we're pretty much all leveled, you know, at that point. And then the older I got is when I realized, like, man, I did live in the projects. Yeah. Like, that was bad. But now, looking back, it's like it gave me the strength to do better. So, of course, I don't regret it at all because um, that's my beginning. I no, I mean, and would you credit? <laughs> yeah, that was no, good. I'm that saying, was a good answer, though, how much you really would you credit know. your upbringing to um, helping you stay determined and make it through challenges and hurdles? All of it. All of it. All of it. Literally, all of it. I want, and I always, I just have to ask you this because I know you just mentioned that English is not your first language. Did you ever have an accent? And if so, how were you able to lose it? Because I I don't detect anything in the way that you speak that English isn't your first language. I don't. My son has an accent, which is weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but, you know, my grandmother raised him for the first year Mm -hmm. when I moved back to Fort Worth. And um, I don't understand why I don't have an accent. Never did. Never did. Mm -mm. Oh, that is absolutely (laughs) outstanding. No, and I just had to ask because it was in the back. I was like, I can detect no accent. Mm -hmm. But, um. Everything that you've been sharing, I'm sure, um, from the tax service and franchise standpoint, I'm sure is very useful to everybody that's going to hear this episode. But I want to make sure when we come back from our break, I want to talk to you a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Because I know as um, a person who is not only an entrepreneur, but a mom, I know there's been some hurdles and challenges along that path. And for all the other moms that um, may be single moms or may have a partner or may not think that entrepreneurship is for them, I would like for you to share a little bit about your entrepreneurial story, if you don't mind. Of course. Um, so I've always been one of those people. Like, oh, we try. come back from the break, young lady. Oh, I can give her a tough time like that. Just understand people that are out there like, oh, he just cut out. I've been Larry, Larry. I'm for years. So I can, no, I, can absolutely. I can do that. But we'll get into that when we come back from our break, break, Ms. Haley. All right. Everyone, stay tuned to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast, and we'll be right back after this short break to hear from our sponsors. This is Rick Davis, realtor and host of the Prime Real Estate Network. Are you currently leasing or looking to relocate to the Houston area, and you find yourself falling in love with the home but aren't quite in a position to purchase? Well, no worries. We offer the Right to Purchase program. We can place you in the home of your dreams at current market rental rates and give you up to three years to buy. Did you know that a majority of the homes that are for sale offer better quality than those that are for rent? So why wait? Don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Let me and my team help you purchase a home that you and your family can fall in love with. Give me a call today at 832-928-3963. And remember to follow the Prime Real Estate Network podcast on YouTube, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Be blessed. Welcome back to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. I'm your host, Rick Davis. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Prime Real Estate Rick. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in residential or commercial real estate, please stop by our website at brooksanddavis.com. As always, my co-host, Larry W. Brooks, the Texas Real Estate King, live and in the building. 
Yes, sir. Hey, Enjoying the episode. Oh, man, man this has been this powerful wisdom, and knowledge. I, I love it. I love it. And I'd like to introduce to our audience Miss Saba Haley, VP at Cobra Ball Tax Services and the founder of Motivating Other Mothers. Thank you for sitting in with us this week. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. You've been definitely killing it this episode, so I'm not going to waste uh, any of our viewers' time, but we're making small talk. Let's get back to you. Your entrepreneurial journey as a businesswoman and a professional, who can you credit as a motivator or inspiration for you? I would say uh, my parents for sure. Like they've worked so hard to, <clears throat> you know, give us move to a whole nother world to make sure that we have a better life than what they had back in Africa. So um, let's talk about your nonprofit. I think that the nonprofit that you founded is doing the type of things that is absolutely positively necessary right now. Can you talk a little bit about motivating other mothers or mom for sure? <laughs> um, this is a, we, I started this years ago without being official. Um, I've always had this passion to help other women because when I was, you know, pregnant, I mean, actually I want to give a shout out for Rosemary Tucker. I don't know if y'all know Blessed's Boutique. Uh -huh. So, <clears throat> When I was pregnant, this lady took me under, like let me sleep on her couch, like I was literally homeless. And um, you know, from that point on, I always said, if I ever get to a point to where I could help people, I'm gonna do it regardless. So Absolutely. for years, I would always, you know, do back to school jobs. I'd have birthday parties to where you gotta bring school supplies or whatever the case. And um, finally, 2017 is when I said, hey, I want to do it official. Like, I right. want to do the paperwork, whatever it is. I didn't had, you know, took single moms out, you know, for Valentine's Day. If you oh, don't have a nice. date or whatever the case, let's do it. I'm going to pay for everything. So every year I try to do something, but it was without being official. Now right. with the nonprofit, I'm able to get other people's assistance. Like, mm -hmm. I've had Prospect Park. They've been very generous letting me host a lot of events there. Um, so that's how... With the nonprofit and the single moms that you work with through your organization, do they come to you for business advice, personal advice, and how does it feel for you to be a mentor for those other young adults that they you come in contact come with? They come for everything. So we do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we and give like financial assistance. Yeah. Uh, we fix resumes. Um, I have people just asking me, like, you know, well, how did you do? You know, like how. Where'd you get the money from? I was like, I work like a slave, literally. Mm -hmm. um, so this is just my giving back mo um, moment for me. Like, I just want to do whatever it takes. If I can make a difference, I'm going to do it. Wow, that's outstanding. And how often do you have events supporting your nonprofit? We actually have one Saturday. <laughs> this Saturday? <laughs> this oh. Saturday at Belvedere. We're doing a toy drive. So if you guys can bring an unwrapped gift um, to Belvedere, free entry. Oh, wow. That's, that's all we ask is bring a gift. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, touring. Oh, absolutely. And some of the ladies that you've worked with in your um, mentorship program through your nonprofit, how have you been able to see those ladies evolve and truly blossom? And secondly, how does that make you and how does that feed your spirit and what do you get out of helping these ladies? Oh, my gosh. that I mean, I can... That's what gives me joy. Like, if I can make a difference, I've had a lady, I mean, she was, like, struggling. She couldn't save. She was living check. I don't want to call her out, but she was living check to check. 
And it was like small adjustments that, you know, I was giving her, hey, just do this for, you know, mm -hmm. one day. Don't go out to eat. You know, you don't know how to cook. Get you some frozen meals, whatever you got to do. But so we were able to help her save money. Now, I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but this is the first time she's 50-something years old. She was able to save 1500 Yeah, wow. that, is, that is So a for lot. somebody that's yeah. living check to check and you're able to save 1500 that's like tremendous. That's you better stop it. <laughs> Knowing Saba, 1500 can turn to 180 grand. <laughs> you playing games. True, true. <laughs> true, very true. That 1500 can go a long way. Well, Saba, have you, have you had an opportunity to attend any conferences lately? Because I know in the past you've you and I have talked and you went to a lot of leadership conferences, a lot of mastermind type conferences and things like that. Have you? Have you had a the only ones I've been to this year is the, um, of course, the IRS trade shows. But mm -hmm. normally, at least, I try to invest at least two or three, uh, you know, uh, conferences. That's good. I went to the one in Dallas. Um, sim what was it called? Success Seminar uh -huh. um, with Les Brown. That was amazing. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. You, cause you always try to tell people that you got to continue to grow. And I didn't even know the IRS had a conference, but exactly, right. You know, if you want to be a boss in your boss in your field, you got to know what yeah, you know I your your governing <laughs> body is doing. So yeah, no, I mean, I would like for both of you guys um, to talk about, cause especially with you, Mr. Brooks, and for you, Miss Haley, there are how many entrepreneurs there are out there that don't attend these conferences, yeah, that yeah. aren't part of mastermind groups. So for either of you, if not both. What is it that you get from being around those like-minded professionals and leaders? For me, I like being I'm attending these events because there's somebody there that's doing better than you. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want to constantly be around people to where you're doing better than them because mm -hmm. now you're never going to grow from it. So when I go to these conferences, I'm always trying to make myself better. I agree. Right. I agree. And you know, that's a big part of it for me as well. Even with the, my so-called my so-called my social circles here, like Sab friends like Saba, I'm able to, like I said, those when me and her would talk about those type of events, I'm like, man, I need to be involved in something like that. It also gives me an opportunity when we're having those conversations to step away from just thinking real estate, real estate, real estate, and think, okay, let me get the social side of things together when it comes to having like-minded people that want to grow in their different se separate areas of business. So, you know, sitting next to this boss lady i get a chance to watch her grow and watch the things that she's doing when it comes to other people and the other people that she's helped to change their like-mindedness you know for them to grow as well in their their specific field so yeah and i know um because we're getting short on time but i want to make for sure that everyone who has opportunity to hear this podcast or view this video knows how they can get in touch with you to get involved in your nonprofit motivating other mothers so can you just for our audience um tell them the website how they can get involved and how they can get in contact with you directly yes uh the website is motivatingmoms.org and um my instagram is saba s-a-b-a period h-a-i-l-e and i do respond to all dms so y'all hit me up right no doubt and um i know you have your event so just to reiterate we got belvedere Belvedere's this saturday um, unwrapped gift? Yes, a toy. Abs oh, yeah, a toy. a toy. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, is there anything that you'll be doing, Mr. Brooks, this weekend for anyone who wanted to interact with you? 
No Personally. doubt. Well, um, I'll be out. I'll be at Saba's event. I love to come out and support what my friends have going on. So I will be at Belvedere this weekend as well. I am the most friendliest person you'll meet. So don't be intimidated to walk up to me. <laughs> Give me a high five. Say, hey, guys, see you. You know, whatever right. that looks like. And Absolutely. then I'm like Saba. Um, you can always find me at TexasRealEstateKing.com. I, I also respond to all my DMs and things like that. Um, I'm a sociable guy. This is what this world. I love being a connector. So even if you're someone that you know you haven't found your purpose yet, and you just want to walk up to me and you want to have a short conversation about how 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 do you identify that? I love an opportunity to do that with you as well. And I want to make sure I motivate everyone who checks out this episode. If you have fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I, like, no, no. That Clearly, is super guys, powerful. Wait a it's more than that. No, it, it's, definitely it's definitely more. more than that. She took her a nice little chance on that one. That. No, but the thing is, is that Damn I want Rick, people man. to know that if you can start there, yeah. you have hope. Yeah. Yes. And that's the thing. And not only that, be able to give your energy of purpose onto another person where they're willing to take a chance on you. That's a big deal, right? Like right. you got to have that type of hunger to where someone else can see it through, you know, coming out of you to say, you know what, they're going to do what it, they're going to do what it takes. Because so. Ms. Haley mentioned earlier, there is room for everyone. Yeah. Literally. It, it is. is not done. We are not at the bottom of the barrel. It's not the end of the money train. Yeah. Nope. You can change your life in 12 months. So yeah. I want to make sure I urge everyone to take advantage of Miss Haley as a resource and reach out and contact her if you are already an entrepreneur and you want to expand your brand or if you've been on the sideline and you're looking for an opportunity to get involved, this is your shot. So um, I thank you so much. No, thank you guys very much. I want to thank the Texas Real Estate King for holding us down as always. Southside. Hey, Texas. hey man, I want to thank Miss <laughs> Haley for sitting in and, and I want to thank you for carving the time out because I know you're a busy lady. So thank you so much for rearranging you, your schedule to make guys. some time for it. It's been amazing. To everyone. Um, oh, you know what? This was her first episode, her first time doing a podcast. So kudos to that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? She killed it first podcast. That's killed it. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm going to watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of Ms. Haley, the Texas real estate king, Mr. Larry W. Brooks, I'm Rick Davis. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Prime Real Estate Network podcast this week. If you need anything, like everyone here has said, we're only a DM away. I look forward to seeing you all next week and be blessed. Brooks and Davis real estate firm, LLC, is marketing a property for sale right now that you can buy. These properties range from land lots for under $20,000 to move-in ready homes $500,000 and more, along with everything in between. To see this week's list of properties for sale you can buy now, go to bit.ly backslash BDREF weekly list. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash BDREF weekly list. If you plan on selling some real estate and you need it on the weekly list, Call 713-665-8329 to speak with someone about it.